The views and opinions expressed on this podisode are solely those of the participants and do not reflect those of an unspecified yet peaceful government agency. We apologize for any mistakes we may have made which broke your heart. Okay, listener, we're back, and I am with Kieran, who is another volunteer in an unnamed organization that holds peace as a core value. How are you doing this morning, Kieran? I'm doing well. Cool. Awesome. Uh, what What's your site? Just, we're going to do a little chit-chat here. I will be in Pachitan, which is in East Java. Tight. Kind of close to the ocean, but too far to get there easily. All right, that's fair. And we are going to be talking about getting places in Indonesia because today we're going to talk about uh, transportation in Indonesia. So, Kieran, first impressions. Uh, first impression is that there are no rules. <laughs> uh, that's changed a little bit, but the, the <laughs> core elements of that are still there. Okay. Um, I guess the first thing I noticed is that there's way more motorcycles than there are okay. cars. There's maybe like a 30 to 1 ratio of Cepeda motor to car. Yeah, my family has two or three actually that they split between two people. Cepeda motor. Right, so they yeah. have more motorcycles <laughs> than people. Uh, just for how they're feeling on any given day, I guess. Yeah. It's unfortunate because we are not allowed to use them. Yeah, as so. uh, volunteers in this organization, mm -hmm. we are not permitted to ride on the motorcycles. But they did give us some bikes to use. They are bikes. <laughs> <laughs> we were promised mountain bikes. They're, they're not that. And uh, I think every single person has at least broken one. Or suffered, you know, irreparable tire damage or something. They're not, they're not substantial, uh, but they are bikes, and they're pretty fun to get around on. In Indonesia, it's generally there's two lanes, and you drive on the opposite side. You, you drive on the left. The left. But not always. If you need to get somewhere and you need to drive the wrong way on the road, that's also fine. Well, it's because there's no turn lane, so if you're trying to cross the street, you get close to where you need to cross, and then you just do it as soon as possible. Yeah. And if that means you're two blocks before your turn, <laughs> then you just drive in the oncoming lane a little bit. Yeah. Usually I, only motorcycles and bikes. I've seen some cars and buses in the opposite lane. There aren't any rules, but there are customs. I th I'd, I'd be willing to say that drivers here generally seem much more aware of their surroundings than in America. Well, they use their horns differently. Yeah. It's, it's like a honk to let you know that they're there. Yeah. Um, rather than you've done something to make them lose all composure and lay on the horn. Yeah. As it is in the States. It's or even, you know, like... This light is red, so I'm gonna honk in the hopes that that changes it. They don't do that. Here. <laughs> no, it's a uh, bat bat, and that you know someone's behind you who yeah. wants to pass you. Mm -hmm. uh, the other signals are 
if they flash their lights at you, it means they're not going to stop. Yeah. I still don't know what having hazard lights means. But I think they're just letting people know that they are a hazard. <laughs> and that's not uncommon to just have that. <laughs> just driving down the road with your hazards on. Yeah. It's a, it's a normal thing. Yeah. I have seen people just run red lights. You pull up to the red light, you assess the situation, mm. and if you think you can go, you can go. And we've done that. We've done it. But again, bikes are different, but I think when motorcycles do it, it's, I haven't seen a single like traffic incident with police. No. Like, people don't get pulled over for speeding. I think they're encouraged to speed. Yeah, it helps so, things go faster. As long as you don't cause an accident when you run a red light, I think it's okay. I think, yeah. I think it's okay, too. I haven't seen a lot of accidents. As a matter of fact, I haven't seen any accidents. I've seen a car that got smashed up, but I haven't like seen an yeah. ac- accident that like blocked traffic and stuff. No, it seems that there's not many accidents, but when there are accidents, they're serious. Yeah. Because people are just, they seem to be right on the edge of out of control. Yeah. So They hit right that, that level uh-huh. where it's nearly yeah. out of control. So if there's a problem, it's, it's, it's a big one. Yeah. And I don't know if you can hear right now, listener, but we are sitting in Kieran's foyer, and there's, there's a main road outside, and it's pretty consistently traffic-y 24-7, yeah? yeah? And if anything, it gets worse at night because that's when the trucks drive. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's... At first, it was very difficult to sleep. Yeah. Uh, just super loud, like shaking the house loud at times. Yeah. Um, it, and you get used to it, though. Yeah, when we first got here, like crossing this road was like playing a real intense game of Frogger that you did not want to lose. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten like way more confident and I'm not as overwhelmed. But initially, when we were like biking and Eka, our super chill community liaison, was just taking us the wrong way down the road in this long bike train, I was like, can we do this? And the answer is yes. Yes, we can. Yeah. And, I mean, crossing the street took forever. Yeah. Um, It's no longer the case. Although I still, every morning if I have to cross the street, my father will assist me across. Hey, good, good afternoon. Hello. Hello. Speak of the devil. Selamat siang. Buat program radio. Radio. Kira-kira. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, buat podcast. Yeah. Untuk orang Amerika. Yeah. Atau orang Indonesia. Orang Indonesia. Orang Samoa. Yeah. So that's Kieran's Bapak. And he, one thing that's very interesting here that I've noticed is if there is like a need, okay, there's tons of cars, there's tons of motorcycles going every which way. So what people do to like cross the street and get cars out is there will just be volunteer men usually, usually Bopaks, who just help people cross the street. Well, and and it's not just that they're volunteering to help they're prepared for the job yeah. they have I don't those like wand things yeah, that yeah. people who work at airports have yeah somehow there's like an industry 
<laughs> in Indonesia that's churning these things out because they're everywhere. Yeah. And they've got whistles and wands. Yeah. So there's official people with whistles and wands and they they kind of gently like tweet, 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 tweet at the cars and then they'll stop eventually and help people cross. Um, so people will help you back up. Sometimes you pay them. Sometimes you don't. But uh, yeah, there's lots of traffic helpers which I'm grateful for because without them sometimes you you just can't no. cross I want I saw I saw like what I think was like a five-year-old kid <laughs> taking like so a car was trying to back out of their garage uh-huh and they just like told their son who probably maybe can speak at this age I'm not sure just like get out in the street and like back us out <laughs> and he was he was made for it. He'd been observing <laughs> people do this his entire life. He, you know, one hand up to tell the car to stop. Yeah. His other hand telling traffic to stop. Yeah. So trained amazing. at an early age. Yeah. So uh-huh. traffic assistance is a thing here. Um, something that's not a thing here is road rage. I've seen people get in really frustrating situations where traffic is backed up, or like someone will like cut someone else off. They don't seem upset about it. No, on the contrary, they look, like, impressed. (laughs) Wow, that was a nice move. Like, you got me, you know? And and maybe that's just because, like, we are foreigners. Yeah. Bules. So they they see us, like, succeeding. And they're like, wow, you're not, like, killing yourself on the road. Like, I'm impressed. But whatever the reason is... They're, they're full of smiles when you yeah. cut people off. Well, yeah, and I've seen uh, Indonesians, like, cut off other Indonesians, and it's not a big deal. They just, like, slow down, yeah. and, like, that's just part of it. So that's interesting because uh, all things being equal, I think with all of the traffic here, like, people would be more mad, but it's, it's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's talk about some types of transportation. What's an ANCOT? Um, a shell of a van. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's, it's it's like a private bus system. Yeah. In the so we have a friend and her host father is an ANCOT driver. And he doesn't seem to have a schedule. He just he gets a call and then he has to go pick people up. But there's maybe like in the states I would say that there's room for like six people in this van. Yeah. Including, like, the front passenger seat. Yeah. But we as a group have consistently put nine or ten people in them. Yeah. Uh, when I've seen Indonesians use it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, yeah, it could be 12 or more. Yeah. And, you know, the doors, I'm not sure it they don't can close. shut. Yeah, no. It they, doesn't they, shut, and it might not be able to I shut. I don't think it can shut. So when Kieran says it's a sh- shell of a van yeah it's really stripped down on the inside there's just like benches on the side Uh uh-huh the windows are open yeah there's wooden seats like put in there for extra sitting room but they're not strapped down no they're not they're just there and it's it's interesting that the placement of this loose wooden seat hello Uh, the placement of this loose wooden seat they've decided that next to the open door yeah is the best place for it, yeah. which is surprising to me, because 
Seems unsafe. It seems like a great way to die. But but, but it's fun. I like driving in the Ancot, even though it is cramped. It's, the breeze is nice. It's fun to look at the view. And again, we're not allowed to drive motorized vehicles, so no. we have to ride in Ancots. Okay, so there's the Ancot, the Cepeda motor, motorcycle, the Mobile, which I guess it's worth noting. I think all cars here are manual shift. Yeah. So, so people really have to pay attention when driving. What's a beast? Well, a beast is what we would call a bus. They're pretty, they're pretty wild. They're uh, super wild. Unexpectedly, the fastest thing on the road. The fastest thing on the road is these giant, giant buses. Yeah. Maybe it's it, across, sitting across, it's like six people, right? Yeah, so but the bus is the same size. They just somehow <laughs> managed to fit an extra two seats per row. Yeah. And it's telling. I'm not a huge individual. Yeah. But, God, these, these buses are... They, they stretch the limits of reality as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they're pretty impressive. Riding on a bus in Indonesia has the closest I've been to feeling like I was in a Mad Max film mm -hmm. because there's the driver smoking a cigarette, uh, looking disinterested, passing cars on both shoulders, like just going so fast, honking, like not mm -hmm. angrily, just gently. So that's him. And then there's the conductor who in my case was a little kid who rides with his arm out the window, just shouting at people. When the bus stops, he literally grabs people and like yanks them on because you don't want to stop too long uh -huh. and takes off. And then in the back, there's another conductor uh, selling tickets and telling you where to sit. They don't have time for nonsense, so they'll just grab you and sit you down. Yeah. So it's, it's really, some places in Indonesia, there's no real sense of urgency, but on the bus, there's a real sense of urgency. You get on, you sit down, and it goes fast. And despite all that, traveling by bus is incredibly slow for the distances. <laughs> so, and I think that's more speaks to the roads rather yeah. than yeah. the buses because they're they're working with what they have. Absolutely. But it's a, it's amazing how long like a hundred mile trip takes here. Well, it's not it's, it's, a straight it's, shot. You're, it's roundabout. You're, you're stopping at all the dases and coaches yeah. along the way. Um, but you, the but they are coming through our thing. The the buses are going to be the fastest thing going down the street. Yeah, and it's it's scary being on them at it, times. Yeah, it's an adrenaline rush for sure. They've the last bus I rode, we 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 hit our antenna, hit a truck in the oncoming lane. Yeah, because he. Our bus was in the oncoming lane, passing <laughs> for an extended, you know, like, it was like 15 car pass. Yeah. Which in yeah. itself is absurd. Yeah. More so when you consider the fact that bearing down on you is a massive truck. Yeah. Um, all the smaller cars and motorcycles and bikes have to leave the road because the bus is, isn't going to jump back in their lane. But when there's a truck... The bus has to hop back in its lane, but it waits to do so at the last possible moment. So you're missing them by feet, if not inches yeah. at times. Yeah, I, I've seen them make some passes that I, I wouldn't have even thought about trying, mm -hmm. especially in a bus. 
<laughs> Which is pretty big. It feels like they're going to tip at times because they're going so fast <laughs> and they really have to yank the wheel to get back in their lane. Yeah. The, like you hit incredible angles. <laughs> the bus drivers here are amazing. Yeah. So what's some other transportasi? All sorts of motorcycles. So we've talked about like your standard motorcycle. Yeah, which but here often has two, three, four people on yeah. it. Or sheep. Or sheep. Goats. Chickens. Or just goods. You'll get yeah. like a pole and have two buckets hanging from the back. Not buckets, it's more sophisticated than that. And that's how you move your food you're gonna sell, your fruit, your, your crates of chickens, your, your tofu. Extended family. Your extended family. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, but some aren't just like the standard, what we would consider motorcycles. What's some other options? I'm gonna put this on you because I don't know if I can describe these things. Well, there's, there's the ones that have like a bench strapped to the front. It's, so in the States you have them where it's like, it's like a novelty thing around cities uh-huh. where it's a biker and he, bikes around it's like romantic or something oh yeah 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 so they have those here but it's also the motorized version there's ones that have it's like a food truck but instead of a truck it's a motorcycle yeah uh they run around selling stuff yeah which you can hear about listener in our commerce episode good plug uh have you seen the ones that are like uh a tricycle like truck like the front and then the back is a truck Mm-hmm. I think they're used for agriculture, but I guess they can be used for anything. Yeah. A lot of bringing stuff to market. A lot of yeah. bringing stuff to market. Um, so, Kieran, you're a real big fan of riding bikes yes. in the city. And I've ridden behind you at times, including last night, and you will run red lights. You definitely have the spirit of a bus driver in you when you're on your bike. Tell us a little about that. Well, it's, it's much faster especially if there's traffic, to ride your bike. Uh-huh. Because even more than a motorcycle, you're able to jump around people. Yeah. Um, go the wrong way down go the wrong way, way uh, Spend a lot of time in the oncoming lane if need be. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Because it's fun. you have to be aware of what's going on. Uh, you, you use the bell on your bike a lot, <laughs> like a horn, you know, if you're passing somebody. Yeah. You ding your bell at them enough. In the States, it'd be incredibly rude, but here it's... Normal. It's normal. It's, it's appreciated. Yeah. Uh, uh, I hit by a bird once. That was <laughs> a personal highlight. But I, I don't know if I was hit by a bird or if I hit a bird. Maybe it was a bat. <laughs> but it, uh, it hit me right in the face. <laughs> and, was, you, and you kept going. Uh, yeah. And let me know about it after the fact. You well, have it was a to small bird. Going. Yeah. Um, but I guess... The takeaway from all this is driving is not a passive activity here. It's a very active activity. Well, it can be. There's a lot of, like, old men and women that are just, like, putzing around at walking pace on their bikes on the side of the road. I don't know if... Maybe it's a leisure activity. Maybe they're planning on biking for several hours to wherever they're going. Um, But they seem, like separate from the road activity. Yeah. Um, if you want to, you're biking in traffic, you're, you basically have to be a motorcycle. Yeah. It, it's intense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, the things that Kieran was talking about earlier are the uh, the bay chop, right? Yes. The bay chop. The like the motorcycles with the or the bikes with the bench on front. The bench the on the front that you sit on. Yeah. That no one seems to really like to use. My under- I haven't used it, but what I've been told is that the bicycle ones are expensive and slow and hot. Yeah. Um, which taken together doesn't sound great. <laughs> And no, the, it doesn't. And honestly, I feel like the motorcycles are the same thing, but just like louder. Yeah. Side question: Is that your papa? No, that is uh, my brother. Oh, okay. We're looking at a photo on the wall, and there's just a very dashing, handsome man in a yeah. white suit. That's my papa. Okay, but also handsome, but in a, in a different way. Yeah. Um. Kieran's Bopak either used to work for the police or still does. In fact, it's, it's, it's hidden answer number three, neither. Neither. He works at a, a cigarette factory. Just a fan of the police. Yeah, I think he supports their work. <laughs> or maybe he, you know, like, as a kid, he dreamed of it. Uh, which maybe explains his desire to help people cross help the street. direct traffic. And, yeah. he, and he's good at it. Yeah. He's helped me. He'll gently grab me by my arm and yank me across. Yeah. And he gets me across and I haven't been hit. Any other thoughts about transportation? Just that maybe it's, it sounds like we have a negative opinion, potentially. Yeah. But I am 100% on board with the system. It's as efficient as it could be. It, it's, it's, it's pretty fast. efficient. It's fast. It's exciting. Uh, considering how many people live here, if there were cars instead of motorcycles, the traffic and the noise and the pollution would be absolutely unbearable. Yeah. So, I like the motorcycles. People here do more with a two-lane road than we do in America with, like, a four-lane highway. Like, there's more cars per minute or whatever here. Java, the island is the most densely populated island in the world. So, I mean, there's always quite a few people on the road. Yeah, and there's always something on the side of the road, either uh a sawa that's actively being farmed or homes and and shops and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, you never drive past, or at least I have never just driven past nothing. There's always, like, something. No, I'm a I'm a fan too. At first, it was definitely overwhelming, mm-hmm. but um, man, everyone's on board. There's no road rage. It seems dangerous, but we haven't seen a lot of crashes. About sums it up. That about sums it up. Hey, it's thanks fun. a lot. Thanks a lot, Kieran. Um, cool. Well, good luck at your site. Chronologically, listener, we <laughs> hang it. <laughs> this is a throwback. <coughs> to my smoking episode. <coughs> Don't smoke, listener. <coughs> We've lost our host. Uh. <coughs> we're we're going to swear in tomorrow, listener. Yes. And we're very excited. All right. <coughs> Thanks a lot, Karen. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Bye.